I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. For you comes in your ears Another word for things is cheers He's the new kid from the block Here for you around the clock Shining on his English lips Chris Is an anagram of risk Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode. Now, literally a second ago, I found out that DC Comics has announced that its latest Superman, John Kent, will be bisexual. I actually saw this by a picture popping up of Superman kissing a pink-haired, bespectacled, that's a very posh word, isn't it? Bespectacled guy called Jay Nakamura, so Japanese. My question is, why do they never draw characters in these comics that are mingers? It's me, say me. A minga, mingers. You've never heard this word before? Well, this is the first word I wanted to try and use this week. Obviously not insulting anybody, just maybe using, talking about an object instead of a person. But in England we use this word, it's informal and derogatory, quite derogatory really. You can say, he's a minger. The spelling is M-I-N-G-E-R of this noun. There is also the adjective mingin, which means it's disgusting. It's terrible, it's very unattractive or unpleasant. The second word I want you to use is an adjective. I used it before. It's bespectacled. What do you think it means? It basically means somebody who's wearing glasses. So the boyfriend, I don't know if he's a boyfriend or a lover or a one night stand, I've no idea, of the new Superman John Kent does not only have pink hair, he is also bespectacled. So there are your two slash three words for this week. Use them wisely and politely, if possible, of course. Now from something positive, very, very positive, to something a little bit negative. Now I want to complain a little bit, just a little, because you know we Brits, we never complain. Hello to all you staff at Media World. Well done for wasting three days of my life, but finally I have got my new iPhone 13 Pro Max. So I'm very, very happy. But I just want to remind everybody, if you come to Italy, don't think customer service exists. Even in Apple, we've been phoning Apple for the past couple of days, and I think the shortest time on hold was like 17 minutes. So just go to the shop, find out, be disappointed, and go back again and waste time. This is one of the fantastic things about the UK. Apart from the fact that they all voted for Brexit, idiots, customer service exists. Oh, speaking of idiots, all you people out there blocking my car in the traffic every Saturday in the centre of Milan shouting, no green pass, get a life, get a vaccination and let the world continue. Selfish idiots. So what do we have first after my little rant? And I beg you to fix it. Yes, I beg you to fix it, but what do I want you to fix this week? I want you to fix the fact that people, students, keep using next and last with the when they shouldn't. Okay, next and last both exist with and without the. So let me explain to you when you need to use the and when you don't. Okay, so we don't need to use the with next and last when we're referring to a specific day or a specific week, a specific month, a specific season or a specific year. Something that is specific, did I say specific enough, directly after or before the current one. So 
Let's meet for a drink next week. I'm talking about not this specific one, and so I say let's meet next week. Also, I met Debbie last month, the month before this specific one. I hope to go on holiday next month, the month after this one. Now we do use the before next and last when we're referring to a period of time, a number of days, weeks, months, etc. Starting now or before now. Before this moment that we're actually talking to each other now. You're looking into my eyes and we're talking about this. So for example, I will be out of the office for the next two days. This is a specific period of time after now. The next two days. Okay. Or I can say the previous two days. But I wouldn't say I will then, would I? It could have been in the past. The last hour was so stressful. Because I'm talking about the hour before this one. The period of time. The hour before this one. But sometimes we can use both, but they're a little different, let's say. Listen to this example. The last month was so hot, because here I'm talking about the whole month, the period of 30 or 31 or 28 or 29 days. But we can also say last month was so hot. I'm not really referring to the period. I'm just talking about the month of August. So be careful. Make sure you know the difference and when to use them or not because it sounds really bad. And to our ears, our ears bleed when someone says, I'll see you the next week for our lesson. No, you won't. You'll see me next week for our lesson because a lesson doesn't last the whole period, the whole week. My God, could you imagine? Just a bit of adverts. At Chris Hagen Language Institute, we don't only teach English. Go over to www.chrishagenshop.com to find out all our offers on all our courses. Get in touch and you too could be studying with one of my fantastic team. Now, yesterday on social media, I put a question out there. I wanted to know people's answers. If you have two kids both playing football at the same time in two different places, who would you go to see? Most people replied with, I'd stay home. That's the lazy answer. Make a choice. Make a choice. Who's your favourite child? Only joking. Some people actually said something quite useful, quite intelligent. They will go to see the younger one because they'd seen the older one play more. Hmm. Now, who's next? A new guest with a fantastic jingle. Even I'm in this jingle. I love it so, so much. Some jingles are long, some are short, but we love them all the same. The same as when you have two kids playing football in two different places. So, here we go with a brand new jingle. Give me a Y! Wait, why? Because it's the first letter of her name. Okay. Give me a Y! Give me a V! So, hello. Hello, Chris. Okay, so let's do this. First of all, tell us about the last time you saw me, if you remember. Your memory is better than mine, so. Last time I saw you, you were about eight years old. Eight so or a nine. a few years ago then, just a Long few. time ago. Mm. Very, very long time ago. <laughs> I don't think I'm old. <laughs> You've already took four inches off me since I've been here. <laughs> also, go on. And so what, what, where was it? What was the, the event, the situation? Um, what do you remember? Debbie was, I think she was down at the university um, for her graduation mm -hmm. and we called into your house and my brother Victor for some reason was dressed up as a cowboy. Uh -huh. He had guns on and I had a cowboy hat mm -hmm. 
and he'd been at some fair or something like that. Ah, the Country and Western Festival. That. If I remember, there was a photograph of you and Debbie with a gun, yes. I think, and a hat. Yes, he made remember us that. put the guns on mm -hmm. and the hats on. With the guns, yeah. And you were a very shy little boy. I still am. <laughs> so I'm very shy. I'm, I'm the black sheep in the family. I'm the very, very shy one. <laughs> So I've just come down here to see London. Since I'm in England, I decided to visit all my family who I've not seen for centuries. Okay. Yeah. And yesterday you told me about what time I went to visit Grandma's grave. Yes. Do you want to explain with this little cute little story? Oh, on. that was so sweet. Um, yes, my mum had been buried and the headstone had been put on and it was the first time I'd been down to see it. And uh, Victor took me down with you. And so Victor's my dad for those who... Yes. For the few who don't know, <laughs> even in the chippy. So the you were like holding on my hand and running up to the headstone. And then as we got closer, you suddenly let go of my hand and you ran off and you hid at the back of the headstone. Hmm. And I said to Victor, your dad, what's he doing? Why is he, why is he doing that? And he said, just wait and see, wait and see. So as we got a few steps closer, you suddenly jumped out and went, <laughs> Boo, nanny! Boo, <laughs> nanny! <laughs> well, she, she, she didn't react, I'm guessing, because... No, she didn't react. Six feet under, no. <laughs> I think she was probably asleep. Well, it's very cute. So this is my dry sense of humour, really. It's been yeah. with me all my life. But considering that was with you when you were so young, is like, amazing, mm. isn't it? No, it's cute, yeah. yeah. So before, when I decided I wanted to do this with you now, um, I asked a few of our family members to send us a couple of questions. Okay. Okay, okay. Matteo has asked me to ask you... I don't remember. I'm dreading ah, this. Okay. I'm, I'm no, dreading it's, it's, this. No, no, it's a nice question. It's a nice question, but he told me to ask you. Okay. What's it like to be Irish? Funny. Just one, <laughs> is, is this your one word? Funny. Mm -hmm. Funny. Being Irish is... Irish people, uh, we're very friendly. We talk to everybody. We talk to anybody. Anything as well. Also Anything. Also to walls, absolutely, trees. Absolutely. You hug trees. And yeah. we tend to see the funny side of things, which... I don't know, sometimes other people are more serious about it, but Irish people, wherever. Mm. I've never met an Irish person that didn't have a sense of humour. Mm. And do you get any criticism for it? Sometimes. Mm. My ex-husband used to tell me to stop talking to people. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, OK, because you're too chatty. I got, I got told, why are you talking to those total strangers? Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, well, one of my expressions is always, a stranger's just a friend you have not yet met. That's very true. And I thought, very wise. I thought, That's where I get it from? What's wrong with speaking to people? You know, if you're in a holiday situation and people come up and, oh, yeah. did you do this and you do, and then I would get the evil look and then we walk away and he go, Why are you talking to those? You don't know those people. Why mm. are you talking to them? Why not? Mm. And do people ever ever have any problems with understanding you? Understanding me? Yeah, your accent, not not your personality. <laughs> or your that is a different, whole different hour. But what's the um... uh, no? No. Not, not that I know of, not to my knowledge. Do you think knowledge. you speak a lot clearer now since you're living in England? Uh, since you've been living out of Belfast? Yes, yes. I've never had anybody not understand me. Mm. What words do you think you still say with a very strong Belfast accent, if any? Um, House, you've said a hundred times in the past two days. Yeah, film. Film, okay. Yeah, good film. And, uh, but you never say film. No. Never, me neither. <laughs> I find it painful to actually yeah, say it. It's a film. It's like a contortionism. <laughs> It's really difficult, yeah. <laughs> so, film, house, um, house, with my Manchester accent. Uh, you said before. Handbag. Nah. Handbag. Handbag. So, people used to laugh at you when you said yeah, handbag. Yeah, I don't know why. It's, it's Say it again. Handbag. 
It's a little bit funny, but it's not that bad. It's not, it's not bad. <laughs> the bag part is the, you know? the vowel in the bag part is the funny part. Right. Okay. okay. All right. Um, I, don't, I can't think of anything. Else. Well, so I've been accepted in your community now. <laughs> let's say. They're not trying to kick you. No, out. I don't think Ohio speakers funny, but to other people, it, it some some certain words I say, and I say, "What are you talking about?" I can't think what they are at the minute, but mm. the other are. Well, you think about them, you can let us know. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, so thank you very much, and we'll speak to you next time. Thank you very much. Give me an E, e. give me an N, N. give me an N, N. give me an o. o, give me a V, v. give me a Y. Why? Why? It's Ivan in reverse. Jeez, my family are so wise. A stranger is just a friend you have not yet met. Very, very nice expression. And just to explain, I lost four inches because I thought I was taller, and they measured me when I arrived, you know, like everybody does when they've not seen you for a century. Now, I want to finish this week with some more great news. Laura is getting on a plane. She found a flight and she's coming from Nashville to be here in front of me. So we will get recording so she can also be in the third series. What wonderful news. We don't know what we're going to be talking about yet, but I'm sure it'll be something very, very exciting as always. So, Laura, if you're listening to this, no pressure. See you all next week. Jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. For you comes in your ears Another word for things is cheers Here's the new kid from the block Here for you around the clock Shining on his English lips Chris Is an anagram of risk